Buckle up. Welcome to Musicians and Beyond special multi-part series under the covers with Ernie Sheffaloo. Your host, John Sarabian and Mark Lawhorn are going to expose the history-making journey of this iconic figure and his contributions to the music and corporate world. But anyways, Mark, uh, it's really been exciting to work along with Ernie Sheffaloo and do this iconic 12-part series with him. Yeah, you know, t- today's going to be um, part number 11, and it's going to be a fun conversation. Is, uh, we, we've had in, along the all, all the storyline that we've done on this series, uh, it's been interesting conversations. It's been about his life. It's been about his music covers, you know, album covers, and the relationships he's formed with the bands and, and the friends that he's made over the years. And I guess uh, you, you have to include some of the enemies. That, yeah, that, he made a few influenced. enemies. Yeah. And you he's know, not shy to tell us about no, it. No, he, he, he talks about it candidly, how it got there, what, what went wrong, what his version of, of, of how things went. Um, he's a very, very creative guy, uh, incredibly talented, uh, comical, um, fun, um, insightful. Uh, and and it's been it's been a lot of fun for you and I and and for our audience to learn the history of these album covers and and how they came about. Um, yeah. Today, what, what what are we focused on today? Today we're going to be talking to Ernie about you know he's going to talk about his career. Mm-hmm. You know he's going to reflect on his life yeah. as a graphic designer and uh, you know doing all his uh, corporate work as well as with the music industry. And then he brings us kind of into this little world of his that I wasn't really aware of. He's part owner of a marijuana company and a very successful marijuana company. And they do CBD and uh, CBD all kinds of stuff. Is, it's, uh, it's the fastest growing team. industry in yeah. the world. Yeah, it really is. And for him to be on this second stage, so to speak, or the second act of his career and yeah. 78 years old, getting into the uh, marijuana CBD space and branding, you know, I mean, that's what he does. He brands things and, uh, being a part of that is going to be really, really exciting for him. Yeah, and he tells us all about this crazy stuff that his uh, partner cloned or uh, a purple passion, pur- pur- purple We'll hear about that more, something. I'm yeah, sure, we, tonight. Uh, absolutely. Yeah. We can't wait to get under the covers with Ernie Sheffaloo. I really appreciate you guys giving me the time, oh, you know, to do all this stuff. And Absolutely. Uh, it's yeah, been great. I mean, I, I you know, I, I want to keep on doing be uh, you know a lot of crazy shit's happening you know it's kind of yeah nuts. for good for good reasons though i mean everything's happening at once for you yeah yeah it is it, it is. might be it overwhelming is. but it's you know worth keep driving the train yeah yeah and there's so many things when it comes to marijuana and cbd along with some of the other stuff i'm doing mainly the marijuana and cbd is interesting because it's the two fastest growing industries right now in the country very topical sure is, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and they're finding a lot of medical benefits to both. And my partner and I and King Clone, are, my partner's all about the medical uses of it. Like I told you, Granddaddy Perp, which is that purple strain of pot that uh, is amazing for pain. And I've got major hip pain from car crashes that I had when I was in 20s and 30s. And man, I just smoke a little of that and I'm good. I'm, yeah. The pain just goes away. <laughs> it's it's weird. It's the weirdest thing. And I was having a lot of problems with pain and, and I, you know, and I was always a consumer uh, since college, but uh, I had a friend come to me. It was probably 11 years ago and said, you know, you really should try this granddaddy perp. It's a purple strain of pot and it's great for pain. So I went out, you know, un, unlike my uh, set rule of never letting anybody know you smoke. I went out, 
went to a medical green doctor, got my card, you know, got my state card, and then went to collectives and started trying to buy Granddaddy Perp. And every every collective had it, but it was no different than what I was getting from my guy in Northern California, you know, way up north. And so uh, I got a call. I after about a year and spending around three thousand dollars trying to find this purple pot uh, that everybody had, I gave up on it because I. It, Every collective had it, but it wasn't it. So anyway, I get this call from this guy that says, hey, you know, we need a logo for a product. And I said, I don't do logos. And he hesitated. He goes, what do you mean? He said, you're a designer. I've seen you on on social media. You know, you do logos. And I said, well, um, you know, not really. Let me ask you a question. Do you have any children? He said, yeah. I said, well, how would you like it if I came and got one of your kids and raised it the way I wanted to? You had nothing to say about it. And he was like, taken back. And he goes, well, what do you mean? I said, look, I don't have any kids. What I create are my children. Okay. And I care about them. And the last thing I want to do is create a logo for you and have you take it and go to somebody else and them screw it all up. That's not what I'm about. But if you want to build a brand, then I'm interested. So they made an appointment. They came from Northern California. One guy's in a wheelchair. The other guy's Vietnamese. And they, they, Come, we carry him upstairs because I'm in a two-story fourplex and bring his wheelchair. And, and so we're sitting there and they wouldn't tell me what the product was. I think they were afraid that I might say, well, it's marijuana. I don't want to get involved with it. Um, and it comes to find out that they have this strain that they need a logo for and branding done called Granddaddy Perk. And it was like, was it came to me. I would been looking for it for a year and, it, and I never found it. And it found me. That's weird. And so I said, oh, Granddaddy Perp. Well, that's a coincidence because I have Granddaddy Perp and I brought out what I had. And <laughs> the guy in the wheelchair looks at it and he laughs and he tells the, the other guy, he goes, okay, show him. So they pull out this big mason jar and they lift the lid and the, immediately the whole room was filled <laughs> with this incredible odor and this pot was purple. It was purple. And what, had, what I had been doing, there's a way that you can trick a marijuana plant into turning purple whether it's cold or heat, some way it turns purple, then they cut it and harvest it and it's purple. But when you break it open, it's green on the inside. Huh. When you took their pot and broke it open, it was purple all the way through. And I tell you, I've been uh, from that day on, I've been, I made partners when we got rid of the guy in the wheelchair because he was a real jerk, but the, the grower, the cultivator, the genetics guy and I became partners and we started King clones and we sell a lot of clones and he, he is the only one that has the original genetics because they, they sold some of it, but then, you know, just because you buy a genetic doesn't mean you can grow it correctly. And my partner is a fanatic about growing. I mean, he grows 400 pounds every 10 days and that's, and it's gone within two or three days. And because he's affiliated with a, the largest collective, the second largest collective in San Jose called uh, CA Collective. And, uh, and so he's got nine grows and he creates all these, cl these clones, little baby plants. And, you know, and so it's a, a great industry. So we became partners. They hired me to create Granddaddy Perp. We, I want, I'm more interested in talking about because Granddaddy Perp became a strain. It was no longer really a company. It was a brand but it was a strain that was owned by King Clone. We created King Clone. We created this tagline to go with it called, when you start with us, you finish with the best. 
Okay. And basically what that is saying is you can start with us, whether you're a first time user, a user, uh, or you're a first time grower or a, a full time grower. When you start with us, when you start with our genetics and you start with our brands, then you'll have the best there is. And so that really caught on. And what you see behind me over here is all the awards that we've won because they used to have these conventions. They start during the pandemic. It was all ended, but they'd have conventions and thousands of people would show up and you were buying bongs. And, you know, some places, depending on what city it was, you could actually buy marijuana and concentrates and stuff like that. So we entered a lot of contests with our strains. And those are some of the awards that we went won before the pandemic. Over here, all the strains, my, my partner who created and, and keeps the genetics for Granddaddy Perp also creates all these new strains, about 14 a year. So I created logos for each one. I did the lettering. But each strain, uh, I, created, I created a type font and lettered, and there's got to be like 40 of them now. Uh, and you see all the different lettering again, so that nobody, because the problem with the industry is you can't trademark anything. Okay, because it's not federally legal, so you can't really trademark it. And so what we did was we created a, a lettering font that I own. And if anybody tries to duplicate that font, it's a copyright infringement. <clears throat> so that's how we got around protecting our strings. Protect yeah. If you come out with, the, you know, Gorilla Dust and it takes off, everybody's got Gorilla Dust. Everybody's got the next strain. And, and the consumer is looking for the next thing. You know, it's like there's so much of it and so many different strains. There's got to be thousands of strains from all these companies that are creating a strain and naming it. And, and one of the other problems was consistency. One of the things that my partner Ben does is he grows out the, the strain three times. So it's close to a year before he'll actually take that strain and release it to the public because he wants to make sure that it's consistent. So you buy it today and it works for you. You go back next week, you get the same name, but it's a different, it's a whole different thing. So when you buy a King clone strain, you can rest assured that every time you buy that strain, it's going to be exactly the same. And that's a big problem that the industry has to this day, they, because like Ben is probably one of the best growers in the industry. And the logo that I created for the CA Collective, which is the second largest collective in San Jose. And that's where my partner is partners with the guy that they own CA. And they probably put $30 million into that place. It's amazing. They just rented an empty space and built it all out with everything, all the equipment, the sprinklers, the CO2. I mean, it's crazy. It's crazy some of these places and the money that they spend. A poster that we did for CA with all these, like a floral bouquet with all these marijuana buds and then little packages of the pot and stuff. And, and, you know, talking about how, you know, this is where you go to get the best there is. And then a logo that I did for uh, Mango Tango, which was an edible, a cupcake that we made uh, edible, you know, uh, THC. Uh, and we called it Mango Tango and I did that logo for them. And, you know, it's been an interesting industry because it's a lot like the um, it's a lot like the, the record business because it's so current and it's so, uh, you know, right now. I mean, it's just really kind of nuts how all that works. And, I, and, you know, being part of that for me is really kind of uh, exciting. The granddaddy perp, 
that's the that's the strain and i don't and i mean it's a beautiful when it's growing it's it's beautiful it's purple and green and orange i mean it's an unbelievable strain i created some different logos uh this this strain is called medusa so that's an ounce of medusa that i created this medusa logo with all the snakes and stuff on it we have um i want to get to this next one last down here love cannabis this is a strain because we found out that a lot of women are buying uh, marijuana along with men. So we created a uh, more of an easy kind of feminine kind of thing called Love Cannabis, and I created that logo for that. And then what you see over here is some of the genetics. When you see this blown up, I mean, you'll see here's our clones and all the genetics and stuff and the awards that we've won. And like I said, he comes out with about 14 new strains every year. Then this is the logo that we created for the genetics. The King Clone logo there. And then what we have up here. But anyway, what we have up here is something that's very cool. Uh, about a year and a half ago, I got reached out to by a company in Canada that did augmented reality. And they wanted to take some of my images and uh, animate them in augmented reality. And it's an amazing thing. Uh, uh, it's not AI. It's augmented reality. So what it is, is what you see there is a logo that I created for this strain. And that's the, the lid. That's a sticker that's on the lid of an eighth jar. Okay. And on there is a QR code. And all you need to do is point your phone at that QR code. And that, uh, that character becomes alive. And it's standing up on the jar. And it, 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 you can see all around it, and it's got music that goes with it, and you can project it. This company in Canada created this. It's proprietary uh, technology that he owns, and he has a way of taking that character. It's probably, I don't know, six, seven inches tall on the jar. So imagine you're getting with some buddies, and you're all getting high, and you go, hey, check this out. And you hit his phone, and up pops this character that's dancing and, and music and whatever, and... And so he can also take it and project the image into a room. So he can put that character, whether it's a dragon or a skeleton or whatever, he can project it like four or five feet high in your room on the phone. I mean, it's really amazing. So it goes right along with, you know, where was this stuff in the 60s when we really needed it? You know, I mean, we were we had to do with op art and stuff. You know, that was, this is amazing. I mean, it, it's really taken off like crazy. And we were the first ones to do this. Yeah. So, again, trying to get people more involved. I mean, we talked about this in some of the stuff that we had done on the album covers. I try to get the consumer involved, the fan involved in more than just, you know, sitting there and smoking a joint. Okay. Now you're sitting there smoking a joint and you can actually do this thing. And it, it's incredible. I mean, you swear that you can touch it. You can reach out and grab it. It's, it's just crazy. So bringing that technology into an industry that it makes the most sense of all to be in this industry, right. you know, it truly does. So, you know, that, that worked out really, really well. Uh, and in that industry. So not only do you guys have a good product, but the marketing for it is, is incredible too. Oh yeah. And again, I, I, there was so much stuff. I've been working with King clone for 11 years and we've done ad campaigns. We've done logos. We've done branding. You know, green science is another, uh, entity. Uh, Pinsar science is another one, all these different companies that are all kind of under the umbrella of King clone. 
And yeah, I mean, it's been a great ride for the last 11 years and it, it keeps me current. You know, records kept me current back then. This is like a second stage of your career. Yeah. This is really taking off. It truly is. I I kind of describe my career as like a three stage rocket. You know, the (laughs) first one was records and some corporate that really helped get that up off the ground. And then the first stage is disengaged. And now it's the second stage. And you're right, Mark, this is really another, a new horizon, a new way of me taking what I do and applying it to a product that's really, you know, hot in everybody's minds and taking even more, taking the knowledge that I got in the, you know, 40 years of doing work for corporate America and learning the, you know, the disruptive way I did album covers and carried it through corporate America. And now I'm taking that same disruption and using it in this industry. And no pun intended. No pun intended when you said it's on everyone's mind. Yeah, it is. It's in everybody's head, that's for sure. You know? (laughs) But, yeah, you know, and it is. I mean, it's a really... um, I use it mainly to self-medicate. You know, I mean, it's really not... For me, it's not about the high. It's getting the pain to go away Mm -hmm. without taking drugs. I mean, (laughs) it sounds funny, but even pharmaceutical... I'm not... I won't take pills. I won't... I don't drink. You know, I stay away from that stuff. But this really helps me. And I don't need all the other stuff. I don't need to get strung out on pharmaceutical pills, you know, and, you know, I mean, that, that ends up one way, you know, it never ends up right. You know, I think, I think we all know somebody where the medicinal purposes of marijuana has been for cancer patients, for, for, for others that, that are, the pain is real and and debilitating. And this has been one way that we've seen people get through that. And, and, yeah. and help out with it. Yeah. I don't, don't get me wrong. I like the high too. You know, <laughs> it's a great buzz, but for me, the buzz is good because I work. I, I, I've been able to take that high and direct it to what I'm working on yeah. and do some really great stuff. I mean, it's not like everything I've ever done. I've been high, but it really helps. It helps you get beyond everything that's hanging you up every day, all this shit that goes on in your world. And, you know, I just filter that out and I focus on, what I'm doing. And it it really has helped me in my ability to create, you know, and I don't, I don't mean to endorse that for everybody. I'm sure people, you know, I've been with people that smoke a joint and freak out, you know, I mean, I've I've had people not even feel it, you know, I mean, so it's, it's a very strange thing and it's very personal and I I like it for that. And, and, and so that carried over to now the CBD world. Okay, uh, about five years ago, I met this guy who was uh, selling glassware to my cousin's head shop, and he was talking about CBD. And I had never heard of CBD. I, you know, who knew what CBD was? It's, you know, brand new, so to speak, compared to marijuana. And so, um, you know, he was talking to me about, you know, needing a logo for this company. And And I said, sure, sure. And I never heard anything from him. About four years later, he reaches out to me and he goes, I don't know whether you remember me or not. I got your number from your cousin and I don't know whether you remember me, but you know, I was talking to you about doing a logo and I didn't use you. And I kicked myself in the ass every day for not using you because I went to a company called 99 designs and they gave me a logo and it really, 
isn't any good. And I, you know, it, and it wasn't, I mean, it was really bad. You had to search for what the name of the company was. It was just really not done well, but this is a company that hires all these people that think they're designers and they pay them very little and they give them thousands of, and usually it's a hundred variations on one idea. So it's not really different ideas. You know, so uh, he asked me if I would get involved with this company. It was called Cali Born Dreams. And I did. And I did for them too, to add campaigns and, and all kinds of stuff. And the newest stuff that we've just gotten into, and this is probably what you see back here is his full line. So this guy's a baller. He, he has tinctures. He has gummies. He has, you know, uh, smokable. People actually smoke CBD, which is the weirdest thing because you can't feel it. You know, it's one thing to smoke marijuana. You feel it when you smoke CBD flowers, which is it looks just like cannabis and it is cannabis, but it's him and it has no THC value. So you smoke it and, you you know, my sister-in-law uses it to keep from smoking cigarettes. Hmm. So it's because a lot of it's this physical thing with your hands and holding something. So I'll roll her a few joints of this hemp and, you know, it pacifies her, you know, her need to smoke tobacco. So, yeah, and I imagine other people do that too, but a lot of people use it for pain. A lot of people use it for building up your immune system. Mm -hmm. It supposedly has all these benefits. And this guy, unlike most people in the CBD industry, um, has a heart surgeon, uh, a very well-known heart surgeon that works with him, who is a total believer in CBD. So he's been working with us and we've created campaigns with using him. And here's what he said. And what I, so that's a full line you see there. It's got tinctures and all the rest of it. And the labels that I just created for his uh, gummies. This really, for me, is exciting because it illustrates the 30 years of working with Nestle and Kraft and food companies like that. Because I learned how to make things look delicious and, you know, that plays with color, composition, subject matter, all that really plays heavily into having somebody look at that and go, wow, I want to try that. You know, and I also learned it in the army. I was in the army. I was in the army reserve. I ran three mess halls. I was a cook. And, you know, I learned very quickly that if you can make look something look good, they'll put it on their plate, whether they eat it or not. That's, you know, all I, my job is to get them to put it on their plate. You know, so the same thing applies here. I've had people tell me, I don't know what CBD is, but I I would eat those because they look healthy. They look delicious. They're clean. And and, and so, you know, that really sort of comes from Nestle and learning all about that for 30 years. And then what the the newest thing drinks, Mm. he's got CBD drinks, lemonades, four different kinds of lemonade. Now you'll see that two of them are CBD drinks. Two of them are Delta 9. Now, Delta 9 is a hemp, it's a hemp-based product, but it's got more THC in it. And they haven't outlawed it and stuff. And so it's, you know, some some stores won't carry it. Uh, this packaging, he showed this, he, uh, this doctor, this heart surgeon, uh, went with him on a call to a guy that's president of 3,000 independent 7-Elevens and Circle Ks. Those are fast you know, uh, convenience stores. And they were, they were so blown away by the packaging that we did on those labels that they've taken not only the drinks, but a lot of his lines. And he's going to be in all these, these 7-Elevens and 
and uh, Circle K stores, Cal Cali Born Dreams. Yeah, you, you, they've got a website. You know, I mean, we've done a lot of work for him over the last, you know, like I said, four or five years. And he's been really, really happy because he was going nowhere. And and he was spending all this money trying to promote it, but it was really bad. You know, it was like taking something that was bad and spending a lot of money to promote it, and people just don't want it. So turning it around, I mean, it's the same product. The same product, the quality product, but the branding is different, so much so that people are buying it. His stuff is flying off the shelves. Yeah. And he's probably one of the best known, you know, in, at least in California. And the cool thing about CBD, unlike THC, is you can ship it anywhere in the country. Yeah. You know, there's no real regulations against going across state lines and stuff like that with CBD. Yeah. So he's been able to expand the brand you know, mm -hmm. with the stuff that we're doing for him. I mean, nobody bats a thousand, you know, I mean, I've learned that and I can't get upset if I strike out every once in a while. And I have, I mean, I, I you know, I mean, I've never really um, gone without having some issue with somebody. I mean, and, and like flip skateboards was one. It's a very popular skateboard company. And I, they hired me to do a logo. And the biggest mistake I made there was I did this beautiful logo and I did it too quick. So they said, they said to themselves, anybody that can just do that quick can't be that good. So they put me through all these gyrations. I mean, it was one of the worst clients, them and Studio Instrument Rentals, which is a big, I mean, they're from end to end of the country with re rental facilities and instruments for musicians and rehearsal studios. And they were just clients from hell. But it was, probably and, and get, it, it was probably quick because you have 50 years experience under your belt. Yeah, well, and that's true when you, you know, I mean, and, and I, I'm very fair in price, but some people go, well, God, you know, that's a lot. Well, you're, you're, you know, you're getting something that's got 54 years of experience. I'm not just, you know, some young kid that doesn't know anything and I'm going to do something and it's pretty and it's got color in it. But it, is it sell the product? That's really what it's all about. And it was all about that in the record business, too. If I could create an album cover that would make people pick it up out of, in a record store out of an ocean of covers you know, uh, that would be pretty amazing. And now I've been able to do that. I've been able to uh, draw from the equity that I've built in my career to create each and every new thing that I do. And I try and apply it that way. I never, and that's, that's really come to fruition because now I have the ability to say no, you know, and I can turn down clients, which I do. Uh, I probably turn down more than I take because I, maybe there's not enough budget in it. I get a lot of people on Facebook wanting, oh, you know, we've got this band and we need a logo and we got $250, you know, and I'm like, God, I'd really love to do it, but I just can't. My, that, that time that it would take me to do that because I can't just go boom and there it is. I've got to really get into it. That time is better spent with my life. I want to enjoy life. I'm yeah. 78. You know, I mean, it's it goes so fast, you know, and the one thing that I've really been able to come to the realization that I do it my way, it's like the Frank Sinatra song. He did it his way. I do it my way. And either you like it or you don't. And it, it won't upset me if you say no, you know, and it shouldn't upset you if I say no. It's just how it is. I mean, and I, I guess getting to an age where you realize that there's more years behind you than they're going to be in front of you. Uh, and that's really something that it's hard to accept. It really is. I mean, getting older, I mean, it, I feel like I, I'm pulling back on the reins and my heels are dug into the ground and it's dragging me toward the grave, you know, I mean, and I just try and, 
the, it seems like sometimes the more I resist, the faster it goes. You know what I mean? So now you just let it go. You know, I, I've been able to enjoy life. I've been able to put my personal life in front of my business life. And that's good. Ernie, here's a question for you. And, and you've been asked to do certain things. And so what's the oddest thing that you've been asked to design something for and, and chose to? And the oddest thing that you were asked to and said, oh, no, I'm not touching that. <laughs> well, that's funny because uh, I guess one of the oddest things, there's a couple. Well, uh, one of them is the RTD buses that we did that looked like big submarines. Now, I'm, you know, I mean, they gave me 13 buses, painted them gray. We had to build turrets with flags and paint seaweed and water and fish and everything on 13 buses. And those were used to go, you know, during the summertime to go to the beaches for young kids. We took out the back 10 rows. You could take your surfboards. You could take your, you know, your bikes. You could take your pets. Clarion Car Stereo was one of our clients. So every bus was equipped with Clarion Car Stereo. You know, so we, we really, that was probably one of the oddest things that and Rockwell International hired me to do a Navy League show, which is a trade show where people go to buy rockets and missiles and tanks and stuff. It's called the Navy League show. And you're, it's the kind of show where groups of people go with armed guards through the show. Okay. And it's real high security stuff and countries go there to buy stuff. And so they asked me to design a booth and so I created a, a 40 by 60, which was huge booth that when you walked into the booth, there were these round portal shapes that looked like you were in a submarine. And when the show started, the portal doors lifted up and the music started and you're looking in this, what looked like it's all underwater. And there's a bust of Neptune that's, you know, like a statue that's been disrupt, disrupted in, on the ground. And we projected a face onto that. And Neptune's talking about this three-ring three laser gyro guidance system for <laughs> nuclear submarines and battleships. Okay. And I did that show two years in a row. It was so successful the first year. We revamped the whole booth and did it again the second, second time. So that was kind of odd as well. <laughs> you know, uh, ones that I say no to, uh, was, one was just recent with some scientists and doctors who had a pain cream that, um, I just didn't feel good about, it. you know, I didn't, I, you know, I love the product. Uh, I think it's got a lot of issues. It's, you know, there's an educational piece that has to go in front of it. It's because it's a, a new technology and uh, the, and so there's an educational piece along with finding a name that isn't already taken. And there's millions of pain relief salves and topicals and drugs and whatever. So there's a major competition. And then, Part of that educational piece is how do I can how do they convince me who's using a spray that I buy at Walgreens for seven ninety nine that works to stop using that and buy their jar for fifty dollars right. you know so that it has to be pretty compelling and I and I was very into it until I met the two young guys that were going to head it up one was a business guy the other guy was a social media guy and I guess you know. Uh, We've talked Certainly. offline about this before well, a couple times. Yeah, ago. when yeah. When, th when things are said, little antennae <laughs> go up, and yeah. you just you know they were really pumping me to see what I would give them for free, and I wasn't about to do that, yeah. and I, I didn't trust them. And when I told the main guys that were running it, I said, you know, look, they're coming to you with whatever they come up with. Why don't the three of us work together, give it to them, and then let them come back to us with what they're going to do with it? And the 
the one guy liked it. The other guy goes, well, why is that? I said, because I don't trust these guys. They're, they're, they're misleading. They tried to mislead me. They tried to, I don't trust them. And he said, well, I, I trust them completely. Turned out that one of them was his son. I didn't know that. So it was like, okay, wrong move on that one. You know, you're going to get me very far with this guy. I'm not going to get any Christmas cards from him. Yeah, that's you know, all right, that's though. Sure. That's all right. Yeah. I mean, after 54 years of being in the business, you you know what those are. You know what? Yeah. I used to get suckered in a lot. I would, because I love the product. I love the, the assignment. It was great. It was going to, with all these things that we were going to do. And then after a while, you just, you know, I've been down that road before. I know, you know, where it's going to, I know where it's going to end. And I've actually told people, look, I, I got to be honest with you. This is going to not end up good. It may be good right now, but it ain't going to be good. And so why don't we just stop it now and be friends no harm, no foul. You go away. Your you go your way. I go mine, and that's it. Why drag it on and end up? It's like marrying somebody that you know is going to be trouble, and you end up getting trouble just because you think you should get married. I, I don't, I don't, you know. And after fifty three, fifty four years of that, you know right away. I can spend five minutes with somebody and know whether they're real or not. Mm-hmm. It's just, it just, it's natural instinct. It comes from. You know, the scar. I can show you the scars on my back from the ones that I agreed to do, and just. It gets to the point where you'll do whatever you have to do to get out of it. What what do you need from me so that I can go my way and you can go yours? And I'm already deep in, okay? And they got me because they owe me. Oh, that sucks. And it's like, you know, it's it's it, when you're dealing with creativity, this is what they want. They want the idea, okay? Without the idea, they got nothing. So they come to me for the idea and either they'll rip me off or, you know, they'll one way or another, they'll get to me and I'm just not going to, I've done it. Any way that you could get me, I've been had. I've been had and sometimes more than once because I, I want to believe. I, I want to believe in what I do and I want to believe in the people that I work with. And, and, and if I can't do that, I don't want to do it. So you Ernie, you're, you're into this space now, the CBD and, and the marijuana industry. What's on yeah. the horizon in that for you? What, what's the next big project that you got coming? Well, you on? know, it's, it's great that you asked me that, Mark. Thank you. Uh, I'm spending more time on my collection, okay? I, I do the work that I want to do. I have these two clients. I have a couple other smaller clients. But my main project now is all this art. I have 350 original pieces and probably two or 3,000 sketches and comps and all this different printed pieces. And I want to start an online gallery. I want to start an online gallery where people can go. And we talked about this, where they can go and buy something that, you know, another competitor of theirs who also loves the group uh, would buy. And they have the only one. So, you know, it's going to start around 250 bucks and go up to 150,000. And I've got tons of stuff, every, every price point. You know, so that's a project. The other project is getting more museum shows. Well, this is a great episode that we had today. A great talk with Ernie Sheffaloo from Pacific Eye and Air. He was telling us all about his clients of today and his uh, niche he found in the marijuana and CBD industry. And that's pretty insightful. He talks about Granddaddy Perp. Yeah, it's, it's really an amazing episode. And he also tells us about some insight about People are going to be able to purchase some of his original pieces, so make sure you check out Ernie at www.pacificinair.com and follow Ernie Sheffaloo on all his media platforms. <laughs> <laughs>